Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. All right, so we come to Genesis chapters 41 through 50, which is really mostly about Joseph. There are four patriarchs in Genesis. Genesis 1 through 11 is creation and the fall and the story of Noah and covers over 2,000 years history. And then Genesis 12 through 50 is about this one family that God has called out to establish a people for himself, starting with Father Abraham. You read about him from chapter 12 up into the 20s. And then, of course, his son Isaac and his grandson, Isaac's son, Jacob. And then in chapter 37, we're introduced to Joseph, the fourth patriarch. The patriarch who is a little bit different than the others in that he did not have a, in the scripture record, did not have a personal appearance of the Lord to him, like, the, like his father, grandfather, and great-grandfather did. Um, also, he's not mentioned when God refers to himself I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go ahead and say, and Joseph. But he kind of stands out also in that the other three guys got, the, the Genesis presents their faults, their warts, that they are definitely faulty men. Mm-hmm. But Joseph stands out as a man with sterling character. Yes, he's, he definitely stands out. I mean, you kind of see Abraham's lack of faith in areas. You see... Um, I think Isaac falls in the same sort of thing where he's lying about his wife being a sister. And, and you Jacob. See a, but, I mean, Jacob is just like, <laughs> whoever wrote, you know, Genesis. like Moses, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, Moses. But Moses must not have liked. Well, I think he's being honest. Of course, it's led by the Spirit as he writes it. So, mm-hmm. so then you come to Joseph, <laughs> and it's hard to find anything on this guy. Yeah. He, he the, the best we can come up with is perhaps naivete or lack of tact or arrogance when he's sharing about his dream to his, his dreams he's having to his brothers where he's the hero and they're kind of bound down to him in the dreams, which mm-hmm. they already hated him because he was the favored son of their father. Yeah, another, another episode of favoritism showing up in these, in these patriarchs here. Right. So they want to kill him. And while they're out in the, the wilderness, of course, this is in the late 30s. No, we're not chapter 41 yet in this part of the story. They want to kill him, but... One of the brothers kind of comes to his defense, so they decide to sell him into slavery. Some people headed to Egypt. He's as good as gone. We'll never see him again. I think the whole slavery thing was all Judah, right? Wasn't that his plan? I thought every, you know, first they were going to kill him. Then Reuben's like, guys, chill out. Let's just throw yeah. him in a pit. They're going to throw him in the pit. Yeah. And then I think Judah takes it upon himself to be like, all right, we're just going to sell him. We see some guys. I'm going to sell him. Because Reuben comes back thinking, I was going to let him out of the pit anyways. Yeah. So off he goes. They fabricate this story with this garment and blood on it to leave, lead their father to believe he's dead mm-hmm. and they're happy because he's gone. So the, they're, now the, the story shifts to Egypt where Joseph is now enslaved in a leader's home. A guy's named Potiphar. His wife seduced, attempts to seduce him. He doesn't go for it. Doesn't want to sin against God. Doesn't want to sin against his master. He's given everything he'd ever want except for his wife. He, why would he do that? He flees from the scene when she tries to another time seduce him. And then she accuses him of actually attacking her right. sexually, and he gets thrown into prison. Yeah. But God's favor's on him there. Yeah. He rises in the prison. It's the whole rinse and repeat thing. Yeah. You know, I think he was probably a really good shepherd. God was giving him favor then. That probably also, ha- we don't have this written, but I mean, it, it would follow because he's a prisoner or a slave. He is risen to the very top. You know, he's, he's bringing a lot of blessing and favor to Potiphar. Now he's in jail. He rises to the top. He's 
being a blessing and lots of favor are, are put out on him. The warden doesn't have to do his job anymore. Joseph's mm-hmm. running the prison. Mm-hmm. And now we even go above and beyond, what we, at least what we've seen in Scripture. Outside of just getting blessing and favor, now he gets this miraculous gift to understand dreams. Yeah. Which he thought might be his ticket out once he helped some guys who... <laughs> Came, became free after he interpreted the dream. But the guy forgets about him yeah. until Pharaoh has this terrible dream. And then the guy's like, oh, yeah, I know this guy in yeah. prison. And so they go get him, and Joseph interprets the dream. And Pharaoh elevates him. He keeps getting elevated even after all these bad things happen to him. So he's a man of integrity, and you see the blessing of God on him. But you also see he keeps running into trouble as other people are, are treating him unjustly. Right. So um, then we get to the part in the story well, you were wanting to share, I think. Right. And, yeah. I'm, and I, yeah, for, at, that, at that point, and kind of just jumping on what you had just said, he had, at least from Scripture, it seemed as though he was always doing the right thing mm-hmm. and yet was paying a price. Right. Um, and one of my, and we t- you talked about this man of sterling character. One of the verses that I think really popped out at me and it really kind of solidified this picture of Joseph that I had in my mind is chapter 41, verse 16. Let's see if I can find it here. So to build the picture, the cupbearer just tells Pharaoh, hey, I got a guy who can interpret that dream for you. Mm-hmm. No one else can, but I know somebody. They go get in Joseph. Mm-hmm. And I love that. that I mean, they, they're even building this because you know, I've got this, this story going in my head. Pull him out of prison. He's been in there for so long. Let's get him a shave, get him cleaned up, get him in front of the Pharaoh. And this is Joseph's opportunity to really shine and to really endear himself to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh says, I have heard it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. Mm-hmm. And of course, the answer from Joseph needs to be, yes, I man. am your man. I'm the man. Put yeah. me here. I, I will fix all of your problems. And this is, what Joseph, this is what Joseph says. It is not in me. God will give Pharaoh a favorable answer. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being the guy like, Joseph, the only thing you need to do is make sure that the Pharaoh thinks you're the man. And he goes, no, it's not me. And so you, you've got ESV, right? I've got NIV. Yeah. He says, I cannot do it. I cannot do it. I yes. cannot do it. That, in, other ver- in other versions, it always seems way more powerful. I can't do that. And then yeah. if the and Pharaoh just says, shut him but up. God the will give like, Pharaoh the answer. He oh, you can't? All right, yeah. well, go back to jail and you're dead. Cut, yeah. man, cut bear, you're dead. Yeah. But no. no, he's like, no, but God will. But God will. And those two words together, but God. I mean, that's throughout all of Scripture. Right. Man messes things up. The hope up. of Christian, the hope of man, exactly. But God, yes. I, I'm even thinking about uh, Ephesians chapter two. We were dead in our trespasses and sins, mm-hmm. but God, who is rich in mercy, right? You know, made us alive together in Christ. So that those are that's just awesome to think. I can't do it, but God will. Yeah. So it reminds me with us in Christ. Jesus said, "Apart from me, you can do nothing." Yes. Then in Philippians, in the Lord, you, you but nothing is impossible with the God, right? Yeah. I can do all things through Christ. Nothing's mm-hmm. impossible to God. Mm-hmm. So it's not us. It's him. Yeah. And Joseph a, had his head on straight, man. I feel like yeah. if that were me, and this is my ticket to finally get out of slavery, get out of jail, I would have said, I feel like I would have just been like, yeah, I can help you. Whatever you need. I can do this. Right. Give me a shot. God's come through but for he me was the past. Like, Give me a shot. No, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. But God can. Yeah. That's good. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share with your friends. Thanks. The music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2021.